time to rise up. The way to save our town is to turn into a country. And you won't want to miss this. No, we ain't gonna miss a thing. I'm Patrick Gomez from Entertainment Weekly, filling in for Jared Hall. And here's what to watch on Monday, June 14th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. A Quiet Place 2 continues to make noise at the box office. The sequel returned to the number one spot in its third week of release, raking in another $11.65 million. That haul makes A Quiet Place 2 the first film to cross the $100 million mark since the pandemic shut things down. In a close second place was Lin-Manuel Miranda's In the Heights with $11.4 million, which was short of the $20 million experts were expecting it to make this weekend. The musical was simultaneously released on HBO Max, so that likely softened the box office numbers, though other films with similar release plans like Godzilla vs. Kong, Mortal Kombat, and The Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It still managed to perform better in theaters their first week out. Rounding out the top five were Peter Rabbit 2 The Runaway with $10.4 million, the Conjuring The Devil Made Me Do It with $10 million, and Disney's Cruella with $6.7 million. To get additional entertainment news, plus reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. It's time for today's picks, but we're staying in the headlines for the moment. Our number three pick is the ABC News special The Housewife and the Hustler, which goes inside the legal drama facing Tom Girardi, who is the estranged husband of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Erica Jane. In December, the couple were sued for allegedly using their split to embezzle money. And Girardi, a former attorney once considered a crusader of justice, now stands accused of stealing millions of dollars from vulnerable clients. ABC's The Housewife and the Hustler digs deep into the scandal, featuring new interviews with alleged victims and legal experts, as well as court records and a previously unreleased deposition tape of Girardi. Here's a preview. There once was a housewife. Erica Jean. The real housewives of Beverly Hills. Who married a hustler. Tom Girardi was L.A. Law. So powerful. They were just blowing money left and right. But then... The real housewife star accused with her husband of staging a fake divorce. Thomas Girardi accused of embezzlement. People love a good scandal. The biggest question is, did she know? Just when you thought this season of The Real Housewives was as dramatic as it can get, the Housewife and the Hustlers available to stream on Hulu. Trivia. It's trivia time. Erica Jane made her first on-screen appearance in the very first episode of what long-running procedural? Law and Order, Criminal Minds, or NCIS? Stick around for the answer. Our number two pick takes us to the quaint town of Greylock, New Hampshire, the setting of the CW's new drama, The Republic of Sarah. When a valuable mineral is discovered under the town, a mining company swoops in with plans to extract it, plans that include wiping Greylock off the map. With her friends and family in danger of losing their homes, rebellious high school teacher Sarah Cooper vows to stop the bulldozers with an unusual plan, declaring independence and making Greylock into its own country. Wait, what? It, it, it seems the land on which Greylock sits was never properly claimed by the United States. If Sarah and her friends can convince the town to vote for independence, Greylock would gain international sovereignty and protect its land for good. That's a new one for us. Here's a preview. Today's a great day, folks. Today, our quaint little town becomes a really big deal. A sizable deposit of coltan has been discovered. Our project does require acquisition of a few private properties. We can't just sit here and let them flatten us. 
The governor wants our land, and she believes it's okay to destroy us to get it. But we are going to fight back. The way to save our town is to turn into a country. This will not be easy, and there may be serious consequences. I want to stand up for what's right, make a difference. If Greylock is going to survive, we need to remind the world that lines on a map are not what define us. Compassion, kindness, friendship, <laughs> love is what defines us. It's certainly an intriguing premise. Tune into The CW at 9 p.m. to see where the Republic of Sarah goes. Still in search of great LGBTQ shows to watch, we have another underrated show recommendation, this time from the L Word Generation Q star Leo Shang, as part of EW's ongoing Pride Month celebration. A queer LGBTQ-centered uh, show or movie that I think is underrated uh, would have to be a tie between Work in Progress on Showtime and Tales of the City on Netflix. I feel like in my social circles, people were watching them, but I feel like also like on a grander bigger social media scale, I wasn't seeing as many people uh, uh, talk about them. So in my mind, that means that maybe this wasn't being watched. And um, I think they both really touch on some incredibly important conversations and issues that are, are very present in our community. Uh, you know, uh, what it's like to be a queer person, you know, who is maybe a little older than millennial or Gen Z population generation, uh, super important. Um, mental health and um, for me, Entails the City, uh, interracial relationships as a non-white person with a white person um, and as a queer person uh, are conversations that like I have in my personal life um, and maybe like with friends um, but I haven't really seen explored in that way uh, in a mainstream way before. Tales of the City actually won a GLAAD Media Award for Outstanding Limited Series last year. It's definitely worth checking out. You can find that show on Netflix and you can stream work in progress with a Showtime subscription on various platforms. You can see Shang in Season 2 of The L Word Generation Q, premiering August 8th, also on Showtime. Stay tuned, our number one pick is coming up, as well as some entertainment history. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history, The Lion King opened in movie theaters on June 15, 1994, and soon took the world by storm, becoming the high point of the 1990s Disney renaissance. The film became the highest grossing animated movie in history at the time, raking in more than $760 million worldwide, and it remains the top grossing hand-drawn animated film. It would go on to win two Oscars and spawn a Broadway musical, a CGI remake, and countless spin-offs, merchandise, and pop culture ephemera. In EW's original A-minus review, Owen Gleiberman wrote, quote, The Lion King, more than any of the recent wave of Disney animated features, has the resonance to stand not just as a terrific cartoon, but as an emotionally pungent movie. 
And now, calling all eligible bachelors and bachelorettes for our number one pick, The Celebrity Dating Game. The latest reboot of the classic game show premieres tonight on ABC with Zoe Deschanel and Michael Bolton stepping in as hosts. And yes, there will be musical performances. The identities of the celebrity contestants will be concealed from their three suitors, with Bolton offering clues through musical parodies like this one. You know his big show queer eye. one of his first time this desire, babe. No, he ain't gonna miss a thing. The celebrity in question there is Carson Kressley, one of many famous singles who will appear on the show. Others announced so far include Margaret Cho, Gabrielle Iglesias, former Bachelorette Hannah Brown, Nailed It host Nicole Byer, and many more. The show will follow the classic format of the dating game, with celebs asking the panel questions and choosing one for a date at the end of the episode. Here's another clip from Cressley's installment. Bachelor number three. Sometimes the gays like to, you know, identify themselves as animals, you know, for their, like, physical type. There's bears and there's otters. If you had to put yourself into an animal category, Bachelor number three, what would you be? I would be a panther. Oh, a a panther. strong, muscular animal, smooth, oh. runs warm. Oh. I'd, I'd definitely be a panther. <laughs> oh, good answer. I love a predator. I'm not usually into cats, but I like that. Sounds like a perfect way to start off the reboot. The Celebrity Dating Game premieres tonight at 10 on ABC. Trivia. And now the answer to today's trivia question. Erica Jane made her first on-screen appearance in the very first episode of what long-running procedural? Law and Order, Criminal Minds, or NCIS? The answer? Law and Order. Jane had an uncredited role as the first dead person to appear on Law and Order in the drama's very first episode, Prescription for Death. That's our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm executive editor Patrick Gomez. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Patrick Gomez LA. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted by Patrick Gomez, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Eusden.